News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro, Smyrna, and all of Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. And the Blue Raider Insider Report, sponsored by Mike Tanzel and My Team Insurance. Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's all sports talk on Rutherford County's Place to Talk. And good afternoon, everyone. Welcome into All Sports Talk on this Monday, the first Monday in the month of June 2022. Jeff Jordan with me. I'm Tim Tackett. Glad that you are with us on All Sports Talk. Mr. Jordan? Yes, sir. June 2022 just sounds a, a little bit far in the distance, but uh, my gosh, it's here, and ha- half of 2022 is almost out of the way. And that's unbelievable, isn't it, really, uh, how, how quickly the year goes. And, and you know, it, it really is a strange time. I, I think I could probably go back and, and maybe, I don't know, but I think I could probably go back and tell you some interesting things that have happened just about every year you know of of our lives except 2019 2020 and 21 well it was interesting in a different sort yeah they just you know they like it didn't exist sometimes and that's not right i know that's not right so many things are happening again uh cma or whatever they call it the music fest in, in nashville taking place this year for the first time in three years and that uh, and two that that's not unusual. We see things in sports happening, uh, oftentimes the first time. But uh, June is a downtime for high schools and colleges because we, you know, we seasons are over for most things. College baseball. One thing that has gained great interest, Jeff, in the last three or four or five years, uh, as television has been able to pick up more and more games, there's more and more interest in that. And, and I really like the way they do the college. Uh, playoffs at the end of the season, doing the regionals the way they do the super regional, and then the, that, and uh, you can watch most of it on television now. You can see a, a lot of it. I, I know I was I was listening a little bit coming in that Vanderbilt was playing somebody. I don't Oregon know. State, and it was tied up two two. And I think if they if either one of them loses, I think then they're out. I believe. Uh, uh, no, yeah, that's great. Yeah, uh, the, the, today uh, is. Uh, is the day that you move on to the super regional? You have to win today, and some some schools have already wrapped it up. They did, Oregon State uh, lost to Vanderbilt last night to force today's game. Uh, so if if Oregon State had won last night, there wouldn't be a Monday situation going on. But that's that's taking place, and uh, you, you're right. Lots of folks will be watching that. Uh, your thoughts? Spring fling is flung. High school sports just kind of go through the high school overall sports uh thing the first year really back after uh, i think uh, covid uh just kind of your thoughts of where we are in in rutherford county high school sports and maybe tennessee high school sports in general well i think uh, it, it's great to see the crowds back of course and uh, and our our spring fling again as far as i know was a t- terrific success um i was able to go to a couple of softball games and went See, uh, as as you know, uh, my, uh, 
Bobby Gardner, Emily Gardner, their granddaughter is playing for Huntland. She's an outstanding player. And I went to see them play, and then they played Eagleville. And, again, I went to that ball game as well. Um, and crowd, they, they play four on that site, four four games going on at one time um, at that site out on um, Starplex, I guess it is. And the crowds were huge. I mean, there were a lot of people there. Uh, and they were, of course, quite vocal, had a big time. Um and and I guess the the rarity is I guess it's rare I haven't looked it up but Eagleville won both the baseball and the softball mm-hmm. and uh, that is very unusual that that happens um, particularly if you do it as young as 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 they are the, the softball particularly but that's great news for Rutherford County we had two state champions right there and we had others uh, and other sports and. It was just a really a good year. And, you know, Tim, I don't know exactly what they're going to do. Uh, it hasn't been decided yet, but that's likely going to expand. Um, I think um, they're going to add one or two sports. It looks like flag football is going to be added, and I think they're going to play that in Nashville at um, um, Titan. That's the stadium there. But the uh, lacrosse will be here, uh, I think. And um, – I'm not sure how many teams we will have. Seems like we've, all we got to do is say we're going to have a team somewhere, and everybody has one, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and then, and then, pretty soon they, maybe real quick, they start to excel. So we may have another state champion in, uh, uh, crowned in spring fling. So I mean, I think it's in good shape. It's healthy. If we can just continue our recovery from this. Um, uh, COVID situation, I think we're going to be all right. Jeff, it begs the, the question about flag football and lacrosse in, in our system, and I've and I got to think in some other places, it begs for the, the question of where's the practice space going to be? Right. And, and when lacrosse first came on the scene uh, to be discussed, it was approved by TWSAA to be a, TW, be a TWSAA sport this year. Right, and they delayed it for two years for a lot of reasons. One of them being that they realized they didn't have enough officials to, to cover as many lacrosse games as, as they might need to do. But we discussed that in the in the system when I was AD for the system uh, about practice space at school. Where could you possibly do that? And it it really brought the the idea of turf on foot, the football stadiums being be gone be gone be gone beyond a luxury but being a, a real necessity if you get in that situation because you really need to be able to use that that space 24 hours a day practically it seems like <laughs> yeah, it does seem that way and of course blackman and oakland now have that uh as as far as the football field is concerned and um and uh, riverdale has it on softball and baseball is, is there another school that has smyrna, it on, smyrna is 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 on the track to put the, on their football stadium. Right. Okay. Um, as far as I know, that's it. So that may help you, but it doesn't. You can't add any hours <laughs> to the school day or to the practice schedule. Uh, uh, but uh, that's going to be necessary that you be able to practice when you say you're going to practice, and you won't have to stand around while the field dries out. Um, and I, I don't know. I used to know all about this, and now I know very little. Uh, but I do know we have uh, 17 sports, uh, at least that number at our schools, and practice time and practice schedule is very tight. It really is. I mean, so we'll see. 
One thing that's emerged, Jeff, you're talking about sports come added that many people don't understand or don't realize. We have girls wrestling across the state of Tennessee, and several of our schools in Rutherford County have that. Uh, and it is growing uh, a little bit. You mentioned flag football. That's, that's to allow girls the opportunity to play uh, sports that the guys are playing. And Jeff, that would have been laughed at 10 years ago, don't you think? The idea of playing flag football yeah, in, in so. schools. Yeah. Uh, no. just, that, just what we do in the backyard, but it's it's a viable thing. There's leagues across the country now doing that, and uh, so something else to do. Well, the Titans have been uh, very uh, vocal about supporting that and uh, flag football, and I, I don't know if sponsorship is the right word, but they've been behind it anyway, and I think they're I think they're going to play. Uh, the championship games in, in some way down there in Nashville. But you obviously, if schools have a team, they've got to have a place to practice at, you know, on their campus. All right. We've got a caller on the line. Let's get to it right now. Go ahead. How's it going, guys? Well, you got any answers for us? Well, I don't know. Well, spring fling was all right except the rain. We don't get that rain away. We've been all right. But other than that, it was pretty good. I, you know, I had a softball field. They fixed the field that afternoon and, Five minutes later, as soon as they get off the field, the monsoon comes. So, you know, we got to go home to come back. So, other than the rain, other than the rain, spring fling was all right. But uh, uh, somebody said if they add some more sports, it'll be a two weeks long now. Spring fling, maybe, you know, it'll be the middle, middle of May, maybe the middle of June, whatever the high school season will be. Another week of spring fling, we keep adding sports, you know. But uh, as far as the flag football, um, they, like I said, they played this year. It was it was about I think seven or eight Williamson County schools, and the Titans put up grant money to do it. As far as I, as far as I know, they put like some noise money. In. And like you said, they played the state championship at Nissan Stadium. As far as you know, that's concerned. Mm-hmm. And as far as lacrosse goes, the only school that has it run for games Oakland. They've got they've got a lacrosse club, but they've got kids from other schools. Uh, they've got they've got some kids from Webb and some kids from. Uh, you know, they got a kid from Central Magnet played this year. He graduated. They got, they got a kid from Eagle that plays on the team. You know, and things like that. So they're the only ones in the can that have lacrosse. Nobody else does. So they'd have, they'd have to add it or whatever they're going to do. And as far as the turf that you're talking about, Stewart's Creek getting it also. Y'all know that. Right. Okay. Did you know that? No, I did not. Yeah, yeah, yeah Stewart's Creek. Because the reason why they're, they're getting it the, 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 during their boys' soccer season, they had to play all the home games at the complex so they're getting it uh you know they're they're gonna have, they'll have it this fall by the time football season so that'll be four schools in the county that have turf on their uh, on their football fields but spring fling was great eagle won their first team titles in in school history they never had won a team title before so it's great for that whole community they've been they were really you know celebrating on sunday and saturday too so it was a lot of fun and uh, i know you guys are gonna enjoy the summer it won't be too long but we're talking high school football but in July. So have a good one, guys. Enjoy the show. Appreciate it. He's right about that, Jeff. It'll be about uh, 15 minutes. All it'll seem like that we'll be talking high school football for sure. Probably so. Yeah, I would. I would think so. We get into the uh, to the well. We're about a, a little over a month away, I guess, from starting some sort of practice and whatnot, and thinking about it anyway. You know, the lacrosse thing, um, and and he's. The, and Jeff said that that was uh, that Oakland had a team, which is true. They do. I thought there was another one in the county, but maybe not. But uh, I think if you – the past history says that as soon as you say that you, uh, you can have a team and et cetera, 
As soon as you say that, that it's now legal, get up a stubble sport. Just about every school in the county will have one. Okay, they, maybe somebody might be left out. Maybe somebody will just say, well, maybe not this year. We'll, we'll, we'll plan on next year or whatever. I guess that's possible. And assuming they can get some practice time and, and that sort of thing, well, it, it'll be like when the soccer sprang up, you know. Nobody really thought too much about it. And then all of a sudden you got to have soccer fields. Mm-hmm. you got to have – well, I think that will happen to lacrosse or any other sport. That, that well, one, one thing that's got to be mentioned there is, is the, the school board is going to have to approve right. the, the, the sport from a standpoint of a supplements concern because all, all other sports – and I don't know. In soccer, it, it would have been hard to fight that off. There's so much emphasis on soccer outside of – the school situation. I'm not sure lacrosse has that same spirit and backing uh, in that regard to, 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 kind of, to kind of demand it, but uh, uh, it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Uh, but uh, you're probably correct. And if uh, you, and one thing that has happened many times, and actually still going on today, if a if a a student going to your school they're an outstanding athlete or a good athlete and they want to play lacrosse and you don't offer lacrosse at that school uh, then that student can go to another school to play lacrosse right no yes no <laughs> oh they can get permission from the school board to do that well they can get permission the school board to do lots of things but there's there's nothing there's nothing on the blanket blanket side of that that that, that can happen we we fought that battle a lot in middle schools in particular uh, a lot of sports, sw- swimming being one, that was uh, hotly contested. We get a lot of middle, some middle schools don't have swimming programs, and, and kids want to go swim in the program and, they, and can't do it. But you can ask, you can ask for, you can for ask permission, permission to do it, it. But it was never granted that I know of. Well, we do have players at, at students at one school playing at another school. Do we not? You got, you got. Uh, Co-op programs, Central Magnet School and Eagle will have a co-op program where you do things like that. Yeah, it it has to be on a co-op na- basis to do it. I guess that would have that would have to be granted then by the school board. It, yeah, they they do yeah. to, to do that. Uh, but um, yeah, school board can do anything it chooses to do. Obviously, within the TWSW and TWSW rules, certainly do allow that to take place. Matter of fact. Uh, you can co-op um, in, in most anything you want to. The problem in Rutherford County with co-op is which of the eight or nine six A schools gets the the, the, the program. And that's the re- reason Eagleville gets the football players from Central Magnet Schools because it's the one school that is sets itself apart, and you, you're not making Riverdale mad or Smyrna mad or Laverne mad. So um, that that can be the case. Uh, but yeah, if 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 they school board wanted to allow Oakland and Riverdale to co-op and and have a team, they could surely do that. Okay, I, well I I agree with that. Yes, I think that's I think that's correct. Um, but I I don't think there's a situation where a kid lives in school don't doesn't have it and he says, well I just want to go I'm going to go play at Oakland or I want to go play at Riverdale and I want to go to Spurner. Which school is he going to get allowed to to go to and play? Okay, I I would I would say I I don't know, and you you say you you fought this. I uh, okay. I'm I mean you were you were the athletic director. 
if, if my daughter was going to Riverdale, which both of them did, mm-hmm. but if my daughter was going to Riverdale and she wanted to play a sport that Riverdale did not offer, and the school board would not give her permission to go to Oakland, we'll just say. Sure. I, th- I think you're, you're looking at a serious problem there. Well, the, uh, uh, let's take a break because we're okay. almost to, to chipper time. We've got to take a break. We'll come back and discuss that or anything else. Give us a call, 893-1450. You're listening to All Sports Talk. Dr. Craig McCabe, the eye doctor you hear on the radio. So tell us what it was like to go through the cataract surgery. Oh, it wasn't bad at all. There was no soreness, no hurting. They made you feel comfortable. I mean, I can see things that I I couldn't see clearly before. It's absolutely wonderful. I do it again. I love it. McCabe Vision Center on Heritage Park Drive, just off Memorial behind SunTrust Bank. Del Wamsley and the Wealth Cycle. This is the wealth cycle that I've taught for 30 years. Buy one house, 10 houses, an apartment, two apartments, 820, 500 units, 1,000 units, 2,000, 5,000 units. And as you keep putting the money and the profits back in, you become one of those rich people. And much quicker than you'd even believe. Learn Dell's Wealth Cycle at GiveMeTotalFreedom.com. Use promo code 2022. Save 60%. Code 2022. GiveMeTotalFreedom.com. GiveMeTotalFreedom.com. Every team knows which play can be a winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. Greetings, friends. This is Lenny Farmer with the Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home in Murfreesboro. If you ever had to deal with the final arrangements of a loved one, funerals are both emotional and financial. You can easily be drained both ways when you least expect it. I can help you in both of these areas by showing you the positive side of prearranging. Locking in your costs for the rest of your life will truly relieve some emotional stress at that time. Call me, won't you, at 615-893-2422. Let's talk. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back into All Sports Talk. Tim Tackett and Jeff Jordan. Jeff brought to you by Fans Heating and Air and Lee Collin Financial Services with Edward Jones right uh, here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Jeff, uh, Beyond the the high school sports that will be added, and, and the question was brought up there, will we go to two weeks instead of one? I think what you said and would more likely to be the scenario. Mark Reeves, the new director of TAAA, will you know have to, along with his cohorts, make some decisions. I tend to think they'll stay in the in, within the same week of spring fling and just spread the wealth, so to speak. Maybe some other communities, if, if Murfreesboro or, or Chattanooga or Memphis or whatever can't handle all of them at the same time i don't know i i don't know i don't think they have much desire to go in the second week of spring fling i don't think they do either and they uh, although it's it's possible but you know i don't think we do except for a few track items 
We don't do anything on Monday and Tuesday anyway, do we? Not, not Monday. It, it starts pretty much in earnest on Tuesday. Okay, so you've got an extra day there, and we don't use Sunday much except for track items, which also then gives you Saturday also. So maybe that would be possible. Or you could do like uh, wrestling, and you could have it in an entirely different city um, and and do it the week before. Um or the week after, for that matter. Um, but I, I don't know what their thinking will be on that. Um, uh, we'll just have to wait and see. One, one thing that may be part to this is the new sports complex that's being built out near 840. Uh, apparently, they're going to have lots of space for lots of things. And, and, and so if that does happen within the next year or two, which is supposed to do that, uh, space to play baseball, softball, lacrosse uh, soccer probably going to be available right there if you get that to work out and you would think that being the good corporate citizen that they they'd like to be that they could probably work out a pretty good deal with them to yeah. use that space yes I, I agree and and i think uh i don't i don't know when that's going to be ready to go uh that area out there as far as i know they haven't done anything on it yet have they correct yeah there's not the first spade been turned i don't i uh but it but it won't take that long you're not you're not building the you know the empire state building or anything it's mostly fields and a complex uh and road system so i think that'll be very possible and it might be in by next year but um, give it another year if you want to well it's going to be probably a year or two before lacrosse and how many flag football schools are there right now i don't have any idea not many i don't think if, if, if rutherford county's not playing it you got to think that most school School systems are not playing yet, but uh, give it two or three years to, to build itself up. That's a question down the road, to be be sure. Uh, but um, it'll be interesting to see. Can you imagine another four or five sports, Jeff, in a, in a school? Well, my I, word. I know I, you're right. I, I uh, you, you can you can look at that situation and you can think, well, will the TWSAA ever uh, sanction swimming? They've been asked to before, and they they have never done it. I'm not saying I'm for that or against sure. it. I you know whatever, but I know the facilities are certainly not there, and nobody knows that better than you do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and that could bring us to um, maybe another sport or two that that people might want to try. I I don't know what they might be right off the top of my head, but. Uh, you don't have long where you can you can add another sport and and you you've got some real problems. Let's let's play this game and then we'll go to Chip. When the ice hockey rink does come to Murfreesboro, which is part of this complex we're talking about, yeah, uh, you're gonna see ice hockey. I wasn't gonna bring that up, but that's right, uh, <laughs> coming around the deal. And and we have when lacrosse was talked about, those, those are called club sports. Rugby has schools have rugby as a club sport. Uh, hockey teams in Rutherford County most people don't know about that are there and we don't know about them because they're not they don't come to the school board office at all but um those club sports can turn into other things I don't know that rugby's ever going to come to to pass but uh some of those sports are already in place and uh, we'll just have to see let's go to Chip Walters here just after this break with the Blue Raider Insider Report
folks. I hope you're listening in every Sunday night at 8 o'clock to the Edwin Lee Raymer Show. We'll talk about some local politics, national politics, all types of topics, all types of guests. That's 8 o'clock Sunday night, Edwin Lee Raymer Show. Talk to you then. Good afternoon. It's a little steady flow of traffic on 24 coming in through Davidson County, from Davidson County, rather, uh, making its way out into Rutherford County. Just give yourself a little bit of extra time. We still see quite a bit of radar out here. Gatlinburg Wine Cellar, home of the world-famous Cotton Candy Wine. Log on to GatlinburgWineCellar.com. I'm Commander Chuck here on Time Traffic. It's Commander Chuck, and it's my goal to get you to and from work each weekday around the congestion and all the accidents. Listen for my traffic reports every weekday morning and afternoon here on News Radio WGNS and see real-time traffic information at ontimetraffic.net. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even cost less. At State Farm, when home and auto works as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417, and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. You've seen the ads out there, companies wanting to buy your home. But why sell yourself short when you can get fair market value? I'm Lisa Patton. If you have an estate to settle or a home to sell, call Parks Auction. We'll work with you to sell your home or property in any condition with no costly repairs on your timeline. Why accept one offer when you can have multiple? You need Parks Auction. We look out for your best interest. Call Parks Auction today. We handle everything. It's time. Show your true blue. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders! When you think insurance, think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair, your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance, 390-8476. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Well, good afternoon, everybody. Saturday was quite an emotional day as we celebrated the life of Dean Hayes. A great crowd on hand at the Dean Hayes Track and Soccer Stadium. Um, and, you know, just from – and so many former track athletes were, were there and, and able to join us. Um, the program got underway at 4.30, and I was honored to be – the master of ceremonies for the afternoon. Also, uh, the program included both of Dean's daughters. Aaron started the program. Kara ended the program. And uh, in between, you had Dr. Sidney McPhee with a very emotional message to the Hayes family. You had Chris Massaro, who did a wonderful job of, of summing up all of the championships and awards that Coach Hayes uh, had collected over the years and how important he was 
to the Department of Athletics at Middle Tennessee. In between, you had uh, three student athletes. You had Tommy Haynes, who sent in his remarks. Um, He represented those student athletes in the 70s who really, 60s and 70s, who really put the program on a national stage. You had Dana Boone, who was Dean's ever first ever paid uh, assistant coach. Uh, she also did some uh, graduate running while here. Dana's now the head coach at Central Florida. And, uh, and you also had John M. Poma. John represented all of the international student-athletes who had run and uh, for Coach Hayes. And uh, John represented his home country by being the captain of the national team of Ghana in the Rio de Janeiro um, Olympics not too long ago. You also had coaches, uh, Coach Keith Vroman, who is the current interim head coach for Blue Raider track and field and the head cross-country coach, and Raymond Bonner, who was a Blue Raider student-athlete here uh, under Coach Bubber Murphy playing football and ran track for Dean Hayes and uh, is now back as an assistant coach. Uh, came back in 2013 under Coach Hayes. But it was very emotional. There were tears, there were laughs, um, and uh, a, lot of, a lot of thinking that went on about a great man. So if you weren't there, it is available to view on the Blue Raider Athletics channel on YouTube. Hope you'll get a chance to do that. And, uh, and you can also leave your thoughts and, uh, about Coach Hayes as well. All right, let's turn to women's tennis. Middle Tennessee, along with Austin Peer, recipients of the 21-22 ITA Ohio Valley Community Service Award as announced by the International Tennis Association that came earlier this afternoon. The Blue Raider women's tennis program spent over 301 hours making an impact in the Middle Tennessee community through their servant leadership initiative spearheaded by Coach Teo Bailey Duvall. Congratulations to Teo and her crew for that. Also, the Blue Raider volleyball team has announced dates for its summer volleyball camps. They are set to take place in July, and they are numerous. You can find that schedule on GoBlueRaiders.com. All right, we'll have more for you and an update coming tomorrow. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Hall's Auto Care. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Ken Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. 
Tim Tackett and Jeff Jordan on All Sports Talk today. Jeff brought to you by Fans Heating and Air and Lee Colvin's Financial Services and all that kind of thing. Yesterday, Jeff, uh, an icon was honored and saluted and uh, given all due credit. Well, I don't know if that's possible to do, Jeff. Dean Hayes was such a interesting person and, and longtime coach at Middle Tennessee uh, who passed, uh, what's it been, three months or so, I guess. In January. Uh, so, um, but uh, I'm delighted that they had nice weather for yesterday's event. And uh, just kind of share a little bit about that because I know you've had great interest in it. Well, the, um, a beautiful day yesterday. And uh, and the, uh, we've been out to the soccer uh, track and soccer stadium named for him. Uh, at Middle, it's absolutely beautiful and and middle did a great job yesterday of hosting a memorial service for dean um and uh they had um, well i don't know how many speakers perhaps 10 uh and chip walters emceed it and uh, if you want somebody to emcee something and if you can get chip you've improved yourself right mm-hmm. away he does a great job of that uh, and of course president mcphee and, and coach Massaro and 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 dean's daughters and former athletes um, and present assistant coaches. A number of those people spoke. But anyway, uh, just a really great day, um, memorial service uh, uh, on that stadium. And he, he, um, he certainly deserved every bit of the recognition that he received. And it is his career, and, and it's just absolutely amazing, I mean, what he – what he did with indoor outdoor track uh, all over the country and in the Olympics. I mean, it's just, uh, you really can't say too much about it. I mean, it's just, I don't know that anybody will ever duplicate what he's done. Uh, I, don't, I don't see how. I don't. <clears throat> One of the most soft-spoken persons ever in, in coaching, you rarely find soft-spoken people. Uh, track may be a sport that, that has that more than, than I might know uh, because I don't know how much of, uh, yelling and screaming you get done as opposed to in football where you have such a contact sport but uh jeff i never heard him raise his voice i'm not sure how, how capable he was to would have been to scream across the track if he wanted to <laughs> well according to the people who were there yesterday he did do that okay but but uh, it, it is hard to imagine uh but most of it was done just in encouragement of, of them from, from a distance you know to to compete harder whatever it was he wanted them to do um i um he had a just a absolutely um, just a so unusual sense of humor. He was hilarious in many ways, mm-hmm. but he would say it so quietly, and he was so modest. I, I, I think if you, I think if you met him and sat down and talked with him, I'm not sure he would tell you everything that he had won, that his teams had won over the years. I'm not sure he would – he might hide it from you. say, well, we did very well in that meeting. That, that you know. sounds about right. Uh, uh, and he <laughs> – I know I was telling today uh, uh, to a, a, a middle person who came over at Sylvan Park and said she had seen my wife and me at the Dean Hayes thing. And I was telling her about he, – he, he won a – he won a meet because his pole vaulter, who could who could barely pole vault, <laughs> won the thing for him. You got points for, for being a pole vaulter. And Dean said he didn't know anything about pole vaulting, didn't know anything about it at all. And I said, well, what did you tell him? And he said, I didn't tell him anything. He said, I told him to go on out there and jump over that bar, and we, <laughs> and we would win. And he said, in other words, Jeff, he said, I didn't mess him up. And I thought, well, you know. 
there's something to be said about not messing a kid up. It really is. But anyway, you had people there from all over the nation that came in. It's good to know what you don't know. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. You and I know two or three people that don't fit that category. They, <laughs> they don't know that they don't know something. They, they, <laughs> they think they're supposed to put on a show, maybe. Don't, don't, don't bring don't. any names up, Jeff. <laughs> okay, I won't. <laughs> But anyway, it was a great day and and a, a fitting honor for for Dean Hayes. Well, it's, it it re- reflects me back to some other coaches that we've had past. Most recently, I guess Steve Peterson would would, would go back, uh, who died m- much younger. Dean Dean Hayes was mid eighties. Am I right? Yes, yes. Uh, so you you kind of get into that range, even though you expected Dean to go forever. You know it couldn't happen, but Coach Peterson was was certainly less than that but uh had an awful lot of a lot awful lot of really good people at middle tennessee uh, when i think of baseball i think of john stanford being a terrific person and guy and, and you, you can name more and more and more of those for sure well we were talking last night to some <clears throat> former riverdale players that they're, they're planning something out at, out at riverdale and and uh and i just mentioned to them i said you know i said uh he wasn't he he passed away i said did dean fisher coached there for a number of years, football head football mm-hmm. coach after after Phil Watts, and I said D- Dean won. I think I'm gonna be wrong, but three or four district championships, and nobody ever ever mentions him. And he was a great guy. I had lunch with him every day, yeah. and and he boy he knew his football, and et cetera, et cetera. But if somebody comes along and wins, like Phil Watts before him. And then, like uh, 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 Gary Rankin after him, sometimes you forget other people that really did a good job, and, and he's part of Riverdale history, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, you you bring a great point. I mean, think about where Oakland is right now. Uh, probably as dominant a program there is in state, and in, in, in certainly in, in uh, Division One. But think back to the great football coaches that were at Oakland long before oh, the, yeah. the, pre- the present coaching staff is there. Right. I'm in agreement. Uh, David also, the first one that jumps into my mind, goes way back to, what was that, 98, that they won that state championship with there at Vanderbilt. I, On uh, a cold night, by the way. Yeah, you're right about that. I uh, when, when we did the Riverdale Hall of Fame a number of years ago, and I don't remember whether we were putting Michael Burt in or whether we were putting in one of his players. Either Either way, he was there. And I'm talking to him after the thing is over with. And he said, you know, he said, the, the program here has been so successful in recent years. And he said, and I'm so glad that it, that it is and that they've done so well. He said, but, you know, people have in large part forgotten that we want it too. Sure. And I thought, you know, he's exactly right. And almost won it again. Close. So I, I think this – well, you and I have talked about that before. We reward winning. You win, you know, and uh, if you don't, then we're probably gonna, not going to talk that much about you. You and I both former coaches. Uh, I mentioned to you that I saw girls' basketball teams around the, the uh, city today, apparently here for basketball camp, probably at middle. I don't know that for sure, but uh, out and around and, and commenting. Uh, when I When I got to the point that, Going to summer camp became not only something I didn't really care to do much. I began to abhor doing it. When that's the time you got to get out, and and, that, and that's what I did. But uh, 
some coaches, Jennifer Grandstaff, let's let's go down that road. She's been here now 30 years or better. She started at Oakland the same time I did in 1993. And, uh, we're, yeah, we're approaching 30 years for sure. And she was coaching Moore County before that. So I want to do it for over 30 years, Jeff. It's, it's pretty special in my mind to do that because there's a lot to it. There really, there really is a lot to it, and and I've I've been privileged to go to some camps as a coach, and to some camps just assisting somebody. And uh, I can I can tell you right now that uh, uh, George Hockenberry was one of the best I ever saw at it, um, and, and Ben Cates was terrific with uh, with Oakland girls and w- what he did. But it is particularly if you if you go off somewhere, that's very important. If you're at Oakland and you're doing a camp there and your kids can go home, that's one thing. But if you're at, at uh, Wallen, where, where Ben was, or uh, where? Uh, Wallen, Tennessee, it's up by Gatlinburg, or, uh, <laughs> or Pulaski, you know. Or Giles County, or, which is where okay, I've been. Giles County. Um, and you're having to stay down there. Well, that presents a whole bunch of other problems to you, and it, it can be very tiresome. Yeah. But, and staying down there typically meant staying in a classroom yeah on the floor at the very best with a cot more times than not it was on the floor with a sleeping bag jeff <laughs> i know people of our age aren't just built to do that no, no. i know we slept in the home ec room at, at uh, wallen and uh but it was okay i mean it was all right but you've got to you've got to uh, well you're you're sleeping in a, in a room with a, a bunch of other men uh and uh, and, and that was before CPAP machines, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know it, it can. You better. <laughs> yes, there's a lot of things to adjust to. That is correct. Uh, if you remember, uh, of course, some of the some of the best coaches in the state were at Wallen when I was up there, and that. But I didn't know them. You know, I didn't mm-hmm. know. I never met them. Do you remember Betty Robinson at Ottawa? No. Do you remember her? No. I, uh, she won one or two state championships when it was small, large schools. You know, they had a couple of years and it was small, large. That's all it was. And she had her team there. And she later became assistant principal and maybe principal uh, in, in, in Ottawa. But, uh, boy, she was tough. I mean, good gracious. And somebody wanted to play her, uh, and she didn't – She. She didn't really want to play, but it's okay. We'll all right. We'll play you, and so they they played, and <laughs> the whole coach, all the coaches went to see her play. Now she won a state championship six months later. Yeah. So you know th- this was worth watching. So we get to the game, and we're all sitting around, you know, and and we're watching uh, the, her, her play. I don't remember who she was playing. I I do not remember to this day. That other team held the ball. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you practice at camp and hold the ball? They they held the ball. And Betty always had an answer. It was three on three back then. She just sat everybody down. She said, just find your spot and sit down. And the, so they sat down. On the court? Or <laughs> on, on the court. Okay. And the other team would, would dribble for six and a half. For eight, whatever it was, minutes. Well, she won the game, something like I don't know, ten to four or something. It was, but I mean, just camp, 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 camp. A lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, well, most of it was a lot of fun. Most of it. Yeah. Every Hot, night. good gracious. Oh yeah. Let's take a break. Come back and finish things up on all sports talk.
If you're not waking up to the Wake Up Crew, here's what you've been missing. You think we're way out there? Yes. <laughs> Don't miss the Wake Up Crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. Hey, hey, hey! Nothing gets your attention like a happy client. When we were planning our move from Wisconsin to Murfreesboro, we chose Chip Walters of Exit Realty. He knows Rutherford County, and we looked in several neighborhoods. And Chip helped us write an offer on a house in Murfreesboro. And it was accepted on the first try. If you were to tell me you were looking at buying or selling a home, I'd tell you to choose Chip. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamon Associates, your trusted advisor in real estate. Good afternoon. It's a little steady flow of traffic on 24 coming in through Davidson County, from Davidson County, rather, uh, making its way out into Rutherford County. Just give yourself a little bit of extra time. We still see quite a bit of radar out here. Gatlinburg Wine Cellar, home of the world-famous cotton candy wine. Log on to GatlinburgWineCellar.com. I'm Commander Chuck here on Time Traffic. We do it your way at SirPizza. Your favorites can now be ordered online at SirPizzaTN.com. Carryout and delivery are available. Just go to SirPizzaTN.com and tap the location closest to you. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. This portion of All Sports Talk brought to you by First Bank. Banks across the state of Tennessee. There's corporate office here in Tennessee as well. Murfreesboro, Smyrna, and uh, Woodbury in this area. First Bank, fine sponsors of All Sports Talk. Just kind of going down memory lane just a bit, uh, Jeff, with high school camp. Any last thing you want to do? We'll, we'll talk about Major League Baseball here for the next five minutes. Okay, so. I'm ready if you are. Uh, and I, I, the, the Reds doing any better? I mean, they are much better. Yeah, they, they have rough two or three well, weeks. Well, you know, to... when you're 3-19, and 19, there's only one way to go, and that was up. And yeah. In the last, uh, I think, 22 or three games, they're over 500 in, yep. those, in that stretch, so uh, they're not going to make up the deficit at all, but at least they have given the fans a little something to think about i'm i'm going to say two things that i don't like to be controversial i'm not interested in that at all but i'm particularly just you know but i'm going to say two things about the atlanta Braves. all right and besides that i enjoy watching them play and i watch them about every time that they play at least part of the game two things i want to say one akuna all right uh, outstanding talent mm-hmm. all right but he's a hot dog and that's and I thought his injury might cool him off some. I like a little, I like I like a little uh, smart aleck every once in a while, particularly since I'm if I'm not coaching him, uh, you know. Highly I'm, confident. I'm, yeah, he he he's very proud of himself, and he does things to upset the other team sometimes for, for no reason, no reason. He and yesterday was a perfect example. I don't know if you watched it or not. No, I did not. But he was he was three for three. Had three singles. Drove in a couple of runs, had a stolen base. Everything was fine. And he comes up in the, in the I guess it was the top of the ninth, and he he hit nobody on, and he hits a home run, you know, that's still traveling, I guess. And he, he trots around the bases. And just before he gets the third, and by the way, this is a very important run, turns out. It's the winning run. It was Okay? It was our eighth run, and we needed it. But he stops right before he gets the third and does a little dance. No. Now he's already flipped his bat. That's okay. So he so okay. And then he touches third, comes home. And he gets about three steps from home. He does another bigger dance. 
and then touches home plate. Well, I thought, oh no, the next, whoever the next guy is, it's going to be eating dirt. In the ear. <laughs> well, well, yeah, but it, that didn't happen. I guess the Rockies just gave up. Anyway, okay. I'm, I just wish he would stop that and not do that sort of thing. The second thing is, and this is uh, people are not going to like this. I can hear them now. The Braves, are, well, first of all, they're above five hundred. Finally, it's been it's been forty games since we've been above five hundred. We're one game above. It took us forever to get there, but we're but we're there, and I'm delighted. This is not a fundamentally sound baseball team. They don't advance the runner. They don't bunt. They'll swing at anything. And if they hit it, okay, but if they don't, they're sitting on the bench over there and no runners have been advanced, nothing good has happened. You know, and I just, I just, uh, I don't like that. Jeff, that's baseball right now for more sports than any. Oh, they're not the only team. You're right. You'll hear that over and over and over by folks that go back to the era where that became important. Now it's, if you look at strikeouts, strikeouts are up way up from what they used to be uh, fewer 300 hitters but a lot more home run hitters and uh it's it's kind of all or nothing kind of an attitude and in the second part that that hot dog thing jeff is it played the rockies you said yes that that is cataloged i promise you in the rockies mind the next time oh, they yeah. come around acuna better be loose when he goes to bat next time against the rockies when this was a sunday game so they were not playing today of course, but they they will play each other again before the season's out. And Actually, they better don't. hang loose. They don't. They don't. Well, so but that it, that won't matter. It won't matter. What you said is correct. N- next year, somebody will remember that. And the, <laughs> I, I I was watching the Rockies and Braves, and the Braves could have gotten two runs in one of their innings. I guess this was the game before, and they got one run. And and didn't do anything else. Had a runner at second. Didn't nothing. Well, the Rockies came up. You know, you start the extra inning with a runner at yeah. second, and they did that. What's the first thing they do? They hit a ball to the right side to advance that runner. Mm-hmm. He now he's standing on third. Sacrifice fly, and you got a tie ball game. Yeah, the Rockies did it right. But you know, but anyway, I'm still going to be rooting for them no matter what happens. But I wish they'd be a little bit fundamentally sound okay so you're, you're the umpire i'm the umpire you've been there before yes next year when the rockies and the braves play each other <laughs> and and the uh braves manager comes up to you as the umpire and said here's what may happen right playing the scenario we know these people have long memories be aware if they throw my batter you need to get this guy out of the game what do you do as an umpire how, how close to hitting him how close can you get inside without or, – or do you ignore that and say – I probably would. But, but of course, you can. Both managers are standing there, right, before the game starts. Sure. Both of them are standing at home plate with you with their uh, lineup cards. And I might warn them, which will do probably no good whatsoever. And the, the players might take matters in their own hands, as they often do, and do it anyway. But um, – I, I guess I, the guy that needs to be aware is Okuna. <laughs> well, you know, as as an umpire, you're charged to keep the game in in you know in right. in, in play and, and not allow that to happen. They they really are forced to make some judgment calls. Of did the pitch really get away? As a pitcher, I wasn't throwing at him. Or yeah, are you taking the, the side that, buddy? You were throwing at him. I know you were, even though 
Maybe he wasn't. Yeah, well, that's right. And then they go in the clubhouse, and some newsman asks him, and he said, "Oh yeah, I was I was head hunting." <laughs> so you know, and some pitchers have a reputation for doing that. You know, the Drysdales and the Gibsons of the world. You know, uh, uh, but whatever. But it's it's not funny. It's really not. If you want to throw at a guy, okay, I understand. I guess I don't like it, but I understand. But hit him in the rear end. Yeah, I was going to go I that mean, come down on. that route. Uh, he, he, he could but end once the guy's in a while, life. You remember Ryan Duran? Oh yeah. <laughs> For those that don't remember him, apparently, I think this legend probably goes a little broader than it really was. But uh, a, a man of pretty good size. Could throw the baseball harder than anybody could back in those days. I don't know if they had a gun to tell you how hard, but he he was known to really throw it hard. And I'm told he wore glasses that are about two inches thick. <laughs> Maybe just to intimidate. You get somebody that wild, Jeff. How do you know for sure if he's throwing at somebody well, or not? he'd often throw the first pitch over the batter's head. You know, he hit the screen. <laughs> and then, okay, get back in there, dig back in against that. If you want to, take your life in your hands. I mean, you know, you can do all that if you want to. But I remember Dick Raddatz used to pitch for Boston, you know, and they call him the monster. Yeah. You know, and I don't know if he hit five people his whole life. But he did say that his children didn't understand why he was a monster, that they, they called him the monster. Have you ever wished that you could almost feel a dream kind of thing? Wish that you could stand in there one time against a major league pitcher? And oh, no. Yeah. I never no, no, sir. Just to see. I've played some, and and but not against the, what we're talking about here. You, you saw plenty. I don't, yes. I don't know how they ever hit a ball. I really don't know, but they do. All right, Jeff, thanks for being here. That's going to wrap things up for All Sports Talk. Monty Hale will be in tomorrow. Thanks for listening. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Woman, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ears Funeral Home, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles, here's Dan Beyer. Rams defensive lineman Aaron Donald is now the highest paid non-quarterback in NFL history. Rams. Programming has been pre-recorded.